Hello, you were listening to Or So They Say, the podcast where two sisters travel small town America while Kelsey moves the microphone. One ghostly tale at a time. I'm Kelsey. I'm Megan. <laughs> caught you off guard, didn't I? I yeah, a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> almost caught her. Got singing. me singing. Uh, Simple plan. No. Yeah. yeah. You guys couldn't handle it. You'd be just in tears at how beautiful my voice is. Mm-hmm. On it. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it's either Simple Plan or Good Charlotte. I'll be honest. I was not. No. Yeah, exactly. It's not. I'm not. Simple. Or sorry. Good Charlotte was in the same time frame as like, like all the other pop punk girlies happening, right? Yeah. I know. I did not get into Good Charlotte. That's one that I didn't understand. I didn't get it. Like it came on the radio or no, Maddie was listening to her spotify and it like plays things like what you listen to mm-hmm. it was playing a bunch of weird stuff honestly uh but <laughs> you're just looking at her like who are you <laughs> but it was like uh the anthem by good charlotte and i was yes, like yes i'm i'm familiar it just felt cheesy i don't know i thought they were cheesy then and i feel like it's cheesy now I mean, they're like the pop punk version of nickelback sorry about nickelback i'm not a nickelback hater Listen but like, to Simple Plan's lyrics. So they were blessed with a wonderful vocalist, but if you li- like read the lyrics, they're so angsty. Are you talking simple? You meant Simple Plan? I meant Simple Plan. Yes. Oh, I mean th- it was all angsty. That's the point, right? So I think it's just the voice, you know. Yeah, I just whoever's didn't, portraying the lyrics. <laughs> I guess I just they weren't for me. Not yeah, I didn't get into them either. Not really, but. Yeah, I was more on the, more of the, like, gothy punk train. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I listened to good stuff. Yeah, idiots. Like, Flyleaf. Oh my gosh, and (laughs) Under Oath, and My Kamoka Romance. Hey, don't you spit that... What? Don't speak evil of My Chemical Romance. I'm not. I wasn't, but you said it you with like, that attitude. I love them. I like Flyleaf and Under Earth. I wasn't joking. I like them too, but you said it with an attitude I wasn't prepared for. I didn't mean to. Also, who else was I going to say? You made me lose my train. Oh, Aiden. Yikes. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It that was, was like vampire goth yeah, rock. We were they were blessed in. with neither good music or a good vocalist, but somehow it was all so bad. It, it was still good. It was. something. <sighs> no, it wasn't good. You just, it was one of those you like fought for him. You're like, no, they're good. Like the videos, they're like, he's not gay. He just <laughs> has that picture of, what was it? He has that pic- shirtless picture of Zac Nick- Efron. No, it was Nick Jonas because he appreciates his fight against type one diabetes or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> what is that from? It's just a video like um, a series where oh. random people are like he's not gay and then they'll like defend yeah very yeah, gay yeah. things i thought you were doing a very potter musical no he has the no that's really one. <laughs> no it was the it was a real one that they're like he just has that shirtless picture of nick jonas because he like believes in his fight against type 1 diabetes or something like mm-hmm. that excellent it's so dumb anyway none of that's relevant no it's not um but where were we My it gosh. is <laughs> the first of the month Oh my god! I'm realizing it's going to be Feb. It is the first of the month. I was like, "Oh, is this supposed to be a fifth Thursday?" Because we could just Wouldn't switch that be it up really right silly? now. Yeah, <laughs> it'll uh, just be us talking for an hour. There are podcasts that do that. They just hit record, and whatever comes out of their mouth in an hour is what comes out. And then sometimes they say, okay, I bye. wonder if that's the route we should have taken. We could do it. 
we a could. spinoff. Another, oh my God, do you know no how many? No more spinoffs, no. I have so many spinoff podcasts that I'm doing. I act like I'm such a <laughs> like celebrity over here. Um, no. I'm just too many projects happening right now. Well, I have two podcasts and then a Patreon per podcast. And then I'm supposed to sit in on two other Patreons for both podcasts. So it's six, six. Uh, recording sessions that i'm yeah. a part of it's crazy well Even i'm also low-key a part of it so. my other podcast is still on a hiatus i'm sorry y'all i was really hoping we were going to come back here soon um we're still working some things out so yeah uh, it's a uh, it never works out the way you want it <laughs> no well i mean the hiatus that we took as or so they say was like three months or something it was a long time like a lot longer than we wanted mm-hmm. and it honestly it started to get so long that we were kind of nervous if it Afraid. was going to come back yeah, yeah. But you get a hair up your butt and then it comes back, so. Mm -hmm. Dark times. Mm -hmm. But it is the first of the month. It is, which is, I knew going into this, I don't ever know if that's going to pick up or not, because my headphones are loud, but we'll see. (laughs) No, Um, I don't think it does. Anyway, um... Oh, like I knew we were recording this, but for some reason you're like, it's the first of the month, which means when this comes out, it's February already. Mm -hmm. And I don't like it. That's all. Yuckies. Um, yeah, and I know that we, uh, we said we would try to go places if we could, and thankfully, if you've gosh, read this darn it, title, you, you know we went somewhere. Gosh darn it, we went somewhere, finally. Well, that doesn't necessarily mean we went somewhere. This could just be another random place, but, um. Spoilers, it, we went somewhere. It is somewhere we went. Yay. Yay. So very exciting. And, um, we came across it, well, it was actually brought to our attention, uh, from our dad's friend. <laughs> Yeah, I like how we've had problems, like struggles in the past trying to find places to go, whether like in a good time frame, in a time when we're both available, mm-hmm. price-wise, location-wise, and suddenly we had like three options. Yeah. And we're like, oh, okay. Yeah, what What happened? What's going on So though we got some others on the back burner, luckily, hopefully. Yeah, so this place, and it had a lot of promise. I mean, the fact that we hadn't come across it before is surprising, but maybe because... We, because we're friends of the friends of the people who are friends with the people who own it. And that's a weird, like, way around. Right. Um, we know people, right? So we got special privilege to actually investigate this place. It's not open for investigations and it is a private property. Mm-hmm. So we did get um, special, special go treatment. ahead to, wow. to look into this building. So that was kind of cool. And that's probably why we haven't come across it. Um, but I'm going to cover the history. Mm-hmm. This is very exciting. I'm going back to saying um a lot. I can't stand that. Stop. Let's go ahead and nix that right now. Go ahead and edit all of those out. Absolutely not. No. I do that. I say um a lot when I am, uh, at, like, at a, I know. <laughs> I was trying not to. No. Okay. So when I go through, like, a drive through or something, I'm the type of person that I look up the menu beforehand because I want to know exactly what I'm... I don't like to be the person to hold up the line. Mm-hmm. I don't want to take forever because I know that they have drive times, which is so dumb, but I do. Yeah, as a serv- person who has worked in the food service before, that is something those I Those drive times are like, of. yeah. They are get cut... They get cutthroat about those things. But anyway, I look at the menu. I decide what I want before I get there, and I come up with a backup order of like either an entire order, drink, and side in case they're out of anything. Mm-hmm. that's called overthinking and that's called anxiety but yeah. anyway so when i go even though i know exactly what i'm going to do they're like hi what can we get for you today i'm like yeah uh but you don't want to get... seem too eager <laughs> yeah like because some people i don't like when they're like blah, 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 and 
you're like, okay, well, slow down, first of all. Mm-hmm. Don't be so eager. Yeah, I don't. Uh, so I try to go in that happy medium where I'm like, yeah, uh, can I just get, um, uh, and then. Act like you're really thinking about it. <laughs> well, sometimes I get there, pull up, and I suddenly panic. I'm like, I just need a moment. I'm sorry. And then I stare just to dissociate for like 30 seconds at the menu. And then I'm like, okay, I'm ready. Cause I don't want to seem too eager, which is really dumb. Cause I knew the whole time what yeah. I was going to get. Yep. 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 That's a lot. Now that there you go. That's so we that's, went to center point. Yeah. <laughs> so center point is, um, that's another word I say a lot. I got to stop. So, and we're not going to go no. on that tangent. No, we went to center point and, it's near Brazil, Indiana, which we've covered Brazil in our early episodes, like our first 10 episodes. It's, <laughs> yeah. They're sprinkled in there because technically Hell's Gates is there. Uh, the um, uh, Spooklight Hill is kind of there. Yeah, there's the old governor's house. Mm-hmm. Uh, Just uh, all around. We've been to a few places in mm-hmm. the Brazil Dazzle or near and around. Center Point is one of those towns where it's like, yes, it is its own town. But (laughs) it's near Brazil. It's located in Clay County. Wow. I did get, so normally we don't do this, but I'm going to tell you right now, this is sparse on the history. Mm -hmm. So I went ahead and threw in a little bit of demographics. I'm not getting as deep as we normally do. The population of this town as of this year, 2024, it's been updated on world population is 206 people. I was going to say 300. So in my head, I said 600. I said that's a lot. 300. Yeah, and it's declining at a rate of 0.96% and has declined 3% in the last four years, which that's sounds pretty, crazy. That's a lot. Uh, it was seven people. But that's, I mean, <laughs> yeah. And so they're like... It's like people's grandparents passed away. <laughs> pretty much. Well, Honestly. they're also estimating that like by 2030, it'll be 190 people. And I'm just like, oh my God. Right. Oh, oh no. That's 16 people gone. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The average household income, I was like a little surprised by it, but you're going to get skewed numbers out here. Mm-hmm. Plus it's farmland. So maybe I'm not as surprised but, as and I And people thought. probably um, travel to surrounding cities to work in factories and mm-hmm. you're trades. close to Plainfield or mm-hmm. um, I mean you're getting on of, the yeah. way to Plainfield it's probably like 25 30 minutes I lived in Brazil for a little bit and drove to Plainfield to work so that's true yeah the average household income is $119,688 that is still more than I thought yeah, yeah it's high it's high and it, they have a poverty rate of 6%. That's not bad. Right. That that kind of sucks. So, so For the like, 6%, you're like, man, help me out. Gosh darn it. It's like those 10 people in town. We're like, <laughs> we know who you are. Right. <laughs> that sucks. The average rental, I don't know, man. I guessed on this because I don't think there's a lot to rent in Center I was going to say, I can't imagine. I said 700 Because sure. it's like a studio apartment is six. I said, what studio? Get yeah. out of here. So I said $700. Mm-hmm. The average home cost is also higher. Um, two eighty, I think, because you get a lot of land. Oh, probably yeah, with some probably. of these houses, it's not that high. Oh. It's one hundred fifty-five five, which is still good for like the area. Mm-hmm. As we know, that's not near the average, but right. And I've been home hunting for no reason. I'm literally not going anywhere. Uh, there's a house I've had my eye on. I never made a move. I had no plans on moving, <laughs> yeah. but I just saw that it went into pending and I was so sad. Like I was so upset and I showed Maddie, I showed Maddie's mom. I was like, God, yeah, there it. was a house that I fell in love with too. It was only on the 
on the market for seven days before it went pending. And uh, I took John and drove by. I said, that's supposed to be our house. <laughs> I was like, really? uh, the one I saw. Uh, oh, no. Is it finally? All- it's still pending. Listen, things fall through all oh, the time. Oh, yeah, they do. And this one has been on here for how long did it say? Uh, oh, it's been on for over two months. Oh. Yeah. So I'm like, hmm. Interesting. Right. Anyway, because I like to house hunt even when I'm not actually looking for homes, I decided to look up what's for sale in Centerpoint, right? Right. So I found a couple houses on from both spectrums, I guess. There was not that many, but I pulled two. So you got this cute little 976 square foot like house mm-hmm. for 79000 Okay. Very cute. Okay. Yeah, I was like, oh, look at that. And then if you just really want to settle down, there is a lovely farmhouse. Uh, It's just under 4,000 square feet. And it's like a four car garage on a bunch, like you've got a ton of farmland. It's really pretty. Um, It came up to 424,000. There it is. Yeah, that's. (laughs) But again, it's like those numbers, if you tell somebody on either extreme, the east or the west coast, like they couldn't imagine it's that low which is crazy but yeah they're like that house on that land easily you a million a ju- listen no. i'm a little embarrassed to say because we watch house hunters renovations right i've talked about this and yeah. i see the prices <laughs> they're like our budget is eight hundred ninety thousand dollars, so i know we're gonna need a fixer up i'm like shut your mouth i can't stand that first <laughs> right. of all but second of all the embarrassing part of that is we went to go watch another episode and we're like, oh, we've already watched this episode. So I went to hit next episode and it went to the menu and we have watched all like 17 seasons Ooh. of House Hunters Renovations. So that's Oops. okay because we jumped to the international one and I picked a random volume uh, and it was like season 156. I said, you guys got to calm down. Never running First out of, of all, material. No, never. Uh, but what was I going to say? Oh, just the, um, they'll say... It's like a $900,000 home and they're like, you get this really big lot and it's like, you know, I can't even think. It's not big at all. And they're like, oh my gosh, there's so much space back here. There's a shed. There's a tree. (laughs) Yeah. There's a patio for God's sake. And I'm like, yeah, cool. Right. (laughs) There's no grass. You know, that's about all. Gosh, maybe we can break up some of this concrete. Maybe we can give up some of the driveway for some yard. Like, I don't know. Anyway. Lord. Okay, the average or the median age in this in center point is 38.9. It was close. Right? With 37.5 for males and 43.7 for females. Always mm-hmm. higher. The city itself was platted in 1856, meaning it was mapped out. I just genu- genuinely want to know why about the age thing. Why are women always... The like, older ones? Yes. Mm-hmm. Which I know, like, I think women's lifespans tend to be longer than men's. Mm-hmm. And I think, and they joke and they're like, it's because men are stupid and do dumb things. But like, low key, men that's not a lie. typically on average have harder, more laborious jo- yeah, jobs. Yeah, laborious jobs. And I think it just wears down their body And they do faster. do stupider things. Let's just call it like it is. I don't know. I just think it's, what a weird thing, right? Mm-hmm. This is so random. I don't think it's going to fall. But that little container, do you see how it's like hanging on for dear life? That florally looking can you pull it towards you i just don't because it's falling into a jar okay it was leaning up against a mason jar and i was like that will fall in the middle of this anyway all right um yeah it was plotted in 1856 and the name center point do you know what it comes from so stupid no because of the position of the center of the county it's the center point of Clay County. We're very, um, <laughs> what's the word I'm looking for? Literal. 
not literal. We're very creative people out here. Mm, mm-hmm. Oh, you were going for sarcasm. Yes, Got yes. It. All right, so <clears throat> that's all I really have on the town. I didn't want to cover too much on it because we got an uh, investigation to get to, right? Mm-hmm. So I am going to give you history on the place that we went. The place that we were introduced to, uh, they just call it the poorhouse or the poorhouse farm. Mm-hmm. Um, Which it, those are kind of everywhere, but... Right, and it does have a, a name that I came across, thank goodness, because I, we were not given a name when we were going to investigate this place. Um, I, I saw it was called the McCann Manor for the family that owned it at one point. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. The building itself, first of all, well, no, I'll save that for uh, your part. I was going to talk about how I felt when we first pulled up. Okay, yeah. All right, the building itself... Um, I'll go ahead. I didn't get like definitions of poor farms, but think people would say asylums. It was for, uh, I don't know, people who just couldn't live independently. Yeah. Wasn't it also like low key working houses? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Labor houses. Yeah. So it was built in 1911. So she old. Mm -hmm. She pretty old. Now, the only things I could find. Um, I went deep, okay? I was looking into library catalogs from the surrounding libraries in Clay County and Vigo County, things like that. Vigo County, sorry. Um, do you say Vigo or Vigo? Vigo, because that was his name. I know it's Francis Vigo. I'm yeah. aware of our city's history. No, but I do, I think because I know that, I do say Vigo, because it bugs me when people don't. I... I everyone so everyone from here says Vigo County, and I know that. Even if you watch the news, listen to the radio, they're all like, Vigo County. I'm like, it's Vigo. It's literally Vigo. I know. That would be like everyone calling you Meg Han. I know. I get like, corrected at work. Like, it's Vigo. I'm like, don't. I was here when it was written. Don't right? tell me. <laughs> right. <clears throat> all right. So I get this information, mm, like, from Facebook. That's uh, thanks to our friend. I'll go ahead and shout him out. Roy, my dad's friend, Roy. Mm -hmm. And I guess we're friends also, Roy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And his wife, Annette, were able to scrape up some information and send it my way. There's also a Facebook page for Clay County history. So I was able to get some stuff from that. So that's what I'm going to read to you now. Okay. So this post, uh, talks about, just in general, poor farms you in the eighteen early eighteen hundreds, county poor farms or poor asylums began popping up around Indiana in several counties. So I guess that's just some there was a need for it in that time. Yeah, I, I mean, really I think. feel like it's kind of the same as the last episode we did with the uh, tuberculosis mm-hmm. like hospital thing. That was just sort of it's there was a need. Yeah, so they thought, but. Meh. Yeah, so the purpose of the poor houses essentially was to provide living and working arrangements for the poor, widowed, orphans, mentally or physically disabled, or just people who were not having a good time. <laughs> essentially, that's, that's <laughs> what it came down to. <laughs> so people in need could find means of survival working on the farm. So they would use them as like labor for the farm, which is cool. Yeah. It seemed a favorable response to a growing need until the government welfare plans assumed the responsibility of poverty assistance in or around 1935. Mm-hmm. So there was really no need for the poor farms anymore because the government was going to take care of you. Mm-hmm. I know. Okay. We're going to bite our yeah. tongues. Not too far south of Centerpoint, there in the countryside, that's where we will find the old McCann Manor. 
Yes, in the rolling, and by rolling, I mean flat hills. Yeah, this per- they describe it as exquisite and in in oh my God in the still countryside. Still is a good. I, could, a good I was word. like, <laughs> still is a better word. Stumbling on that one for some reason. Anyway, it's easy to see why this building was so intimidating. When you mm-hmm. pull up on it, which we will talk, it says fading light of dusk will show you why it's so intimidating. They said that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we yeah. got it. The current framework built in 1911 operated as a poor farm for about 64 years. That's not bad Yeah, good. I'm not sure how to look at that. Well, and when you think about government assistance, poverty assistance came around 1935 and they were open for 64 years. So it didn't close up till about 75 30, 40 years after the fact. Crazy. Mm -hmm. It closed and was later purchased by the McCann family. After that, the property was used as a nursing home for the elderly and mentally disabled up until 2002. Wow. It's weird when we start getting into... Yeah, I know. Okay. When we get into, quote unquote, modern times. (laughs) I can see it, I guess, but... Wait, for the who? For the mentally disabled and elderly. Where were the elderly simply on the first floor and only the first floor? <laughs> There's no elevators or anything um, that I was that I'm aware of. Yeah, I don't think I don't remember seeing one. And they but, didn't have any of those things on the staircases that like rode you up or anything. Mm-hmm. And this was 2002, so they could have. We'll get to why we also didn't see elevators readily available. <laughs> yeah. Um. In more recent years, it has entertained an auction house, a flea market, and now today, present owners have turned it into a staged haunted house mm-hmm. that is ran by the owners and a handful of volunteers. Yes. So, uh, which we've never been, and it's never come across our radar when we're looking for like haunted houses in October time. But yeah, so hmm. the name of it now, I I'll get to it here in a second. Uh, I'll go ahead and just skip to it. It's called Night at the Manor is the actual haunted attraction that you can go to. Okay, maybe it is. Well, they all like low key. No, no offense to them. Sound the same because I'm like, maybe that has Mm -hmm. come across our radar, but I don't know. It just sounds familiar. There are some I recognize this one. It didn't. I'm I'm surprised we haven't gone to it because it's quite uh, a haunted house. It's sizable. Wow. Like and from what I can tell, it's reasonably priced. Um, I think it's somewhere, it said it was like $10. Oh, yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. Because that's a lot of haunted house. Yeah. So this person says it delivers all you could imagine to be totally scared out of your wits, alluring creatures in costume, and by creatures I mean scary children, a background, <laughs> she said it, a background soundtrack, detailed authentic props, and all set in a location saturated in tales of genuine horror. Mm-hmm. Between the pungent stench of dark, dank despair, and chilling sigh of a cold breath on the back of your neck, this becomes the uncontested, creepiest place I've ever stepped foot in. I hope you get the chance to experience this truly haunting detail of Indiana history for yourself, if you dare. Well, guess what we did? We did. And I grabbed a little bit more because I was hoping that was one person's uh, take on it. I said, oh my goodness, there better be a little bit more. And there was. And I actually found pictures of it being constructed. Okay. So, excellent to have that. This person, and this was written several years ago. 
And this also confused me because I said center point, but it also says Bowling Green. Yeah, which when which we were told about town. it, I thought it was Bowling Green. But yeah. Bowling Green's got to be even smaller. Yeah, it's technically the address on it is center point, but it's like right on the in cusp, this weird yeah. little spot. It says the first county poor farm was located two and a half miles northwest of Bowling Green in 1856 and was purchased from Mr. Blunk for $2,100.25. Specific, but not that specific. I do like a good quarter. Mm -hmm. The second county, the second and last county farm located two miles southwest of Bowling Green was purchased by James and Earl Smith Jones. Campbell. Oh. No, Smith Campbell. Hmm. Why like is the that? The name is Smith. First name? Because it says James and Smith Campbell. Maybe. In January of 1875, for, so this is about 20 years later after the first one was bought, for $10,857.96. And it served as a county home until 1975 and later became known as the McCann Manor Nursing Home. A home? Like someone's home? Nursing home. Okay, you said it became like a county home. And in my mind, well, I was they, like... Well, when they say county home, okay, it's like that for make, that makes sense. I was like, my God. <laughs> no. Um, I had no taste if that was a home. My gosh. I don't think this... See, a lot of people talk about both of the, the poor farms because there's the Blunk Farm and the McCann Manor. So I don't want to muddle the history because there's a little bit more in here that I keep finding, but I genuinely don't know if it pertains to the McCann Manor or not, but there's like old pictures of people standing in front of it. Okay. Wow. There's pictures and all posties of it actually being constructed. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Crazy stuff. Uh, yeah. So that's, I, there's not much more history on it. I'm so sorry. That's okay. I mean, this sort of fell in our lap and it hasn't been operational since 2002 and it's gone through so many iterations, I feel like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And with Centerpoint being so small, maybe it's not too surprising that the, you know, just uh, keeping the information on it wasn't, yeah. didn't preserve very well. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't find anything in the libraries. I tried searching McCann. I tried searching Poor Farm, Bowling Green, Center Point. I just, nothing. I wasn't getting anything. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm kind of glad we got it. There are some places we've had less. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So I'll take it. Oh, it makes me think of that one cemetery we went to. Uh, It was literally like two sentences. Everyone had the same two sentences. Oh, they just copy and pasted. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That was a scary episode. That's probably when we started like digging up angel fire just to try to find (laughs) something. Yeah. (sighs) I don't know. Okay. Well, so I get the pleasure of discussing our first investigation in a long time. Oh, yeah. I guess, yeah, a long time. It's been a minute. I don't know the last place we went. Well, I don't know either. (laughs) I I really don't know, and I don't want to think about it right now. But I do have to sneeze. I know that. Excellent. Um, Don't (laughs) don't sneeze. (laughs) Don't sneeze. I know. know Just what what you're thinking. Right. (laughs) So every time that comes on at work, I'm like, God, I love this song. Like, it's a banger. And then I'm like, it comes on all the time. I should know this. But it never gets old. Put it on that playlist along. Samantha Mumba. Yeah, it never gets old. Every time I hear it, I get just as excited. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we went to this poor house, and truthfully, we I don't know what we were expecting. We 
maybe dumb or not, hadn't looked up anything. We were just told there's a whorehouse in Centerpoint if you want to go check it out. Mm-hmm. And people think it's haunted. Yeah. So we're like, yeah, sure. So honestly, we went in the daytime so we could get a feel for it. Because the guy did say, he's like, I'm not going to be there. Here's mm-hmm. how you handle the property. And I'm not responsible for anything that happens to you. Which like, that's fair. fair. That's fair. <laughs> uh, so we get there in the daytime. Because if he said that, we're like, maybe there's, it's not in the best shape. So let's look at it and make sure there's nothing scary. Pit like falls. No, because or... we've been in buildings where you step on the floor and you're like, you're going to fall through. Well, what was it we just covered last episode where a kid went exploring by himself and fell down the elevator shaft and died in 2002? Yeah, I feel dumb that like every week feels like a lifetime, so I can't remember what we did already. Um, Was it Washington or we were a new... uh, What in the world? North Dakota. North Dakota, that's right. It was was a... Inside asylum, San Haven, San Haven, sanatorium, sanitarium, tomato, tomato. <laughs> Got it. Ooh, okay, <laughs> there it is. Oh, I was sweating. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so we checked out in the daytime, and it was just me and Megan at this time. Maddie was going to join us later because she puts bu- puts books over everything else because she's that type of person. She had a book club meeting, so. <laughs> um, but she's like, "I'll see you guys later." There, fine, cool. Me and Megan go. Uh, we're driving down this country road. Mm-hmm. and i just i was like looking at my phone or something i don't know megan you were like is is that it is that it and i it, saw like, it coming up over the hill yeah it emerges through the trees over the one hill in the whole town <laughs> and it is large mm-hmm. like it's not the biggest place we've ever been but it was yeah. not i don't i went i hear a poor house and i'm like like bigger victorian whisper style yeah not at all no uh, it was like Ashmore level size. Yeah. Um, it just, I think, felt more compact because it wasn't as, I don't know, really. Mm-hmm. It, Ashmore is more like uh, row, 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 row. Like it's just. Yeah, it's three story. Well, hallway, hallway, hallway. Yeah. And just offshoots on those hallways. Mm-hmm. This was, we'll get there. Um, <laughs> so we pull up. It is very daunting. We're like, oh, Lord. So my tummy hurt immediately. I said, oh, yeah, like I felt really <laughs> chill. And the second we saw it, I went, oh, OK. I was like, now I'm nervous. Like what in the world? And it was yeah. daytime. So we parked, got out of the car. There's al- there's already like a really weird building in front of it. Uh, it's like a tiny miniature sized apartment. <laughs> and we realized it's one of those old demo buildings you use to teach kids how to get out of a house fire safely. Like it's two stories with a little staircase and it's a like little child ladder. size because a adult could not stand up full, no absolutely fully not uh, i looked at that that ladder and i'm like i don't know who's gonna walk down that ladder but it ain't me <laughs> um so it brought back memories of elementary school yeah because then the, the the dog the fire dog would be there whatever mm-hmm. anyway uh and we realized that the connections that we have it looks as if like uh fire departments use this place for uh, demos and stuff like that training one, or whatever yeah because there was like an old beat up car in the back probably for car fire stuff like it just started to it started to make sense yeah so we walked the building walked the grounds uh there were plenty of doors all of them very secure and locked which is good for the owner yeah uh and it was just it was a long way to rock, walk around and i learned very quickly it is very wet out you there wore the wrong shoes i did i wore like mesh shoes and instantly i was like my socks are wet and i was so mad 
Uh, but we still walked the grounds anyway. And then we went to the door that we were able to get into, opened it. And it, it's one of those you have to like yank it open. Mm-hmm. And we step into this tiny little, almost like a mudroom thing. Like, here's where you get ready before you actually step in. Mm-hmm. And we opened the door to step in. And it sounded like a cave. Like the dripping. It sounded like underneath uh, Hell's Gates. Yeah, kind of. So very hollow, lots of dripping water. And you look at the floor and it's all just reflected with water. Mm-hmm. And we stood in silence and just stared down the hall. <laughs> it was a clue moment where it's like, well, go on. All right. All right. And then neither of us moved. (laughs) Um, It was pitch black. It was daytime outside and it was pitch black down that hallway. And we both were like, um, oh, stop it. This guy. America, this cat. I know. This is actually a new visitor. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Max never comes and says hi, but he's been sleeping in the chair that Megan's (laughs) sitting in right now. (laughs) So now he feels wronged. Uh, We'll see how long he can be quiet. Okay. He's not really invasive. We'll see. So very quickly we realized we don't have flashlights like and our phone flashlight was not going to cut it. No, we screwed up. And my shoes were wet and I was like, you know what? I think there's a there's got to be a Walmart nearby ish. So we'll go buy flashlights, buy shoes, buy whatever we need for the building. Yarn. Yeah, Maybe that you was bought yarn. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, but we bought I did. I bought myself some dock knockoffs for $17. Honestly, they held up really well. Yeah. Were they as uncomfortable as you thought they were going to be? No, not okay. really. No, no. Honestly, my docks are more uncomfortable. Well, brand new docks are more uncomfortable. But anyway. Yeah. Because you got to break those babies in. Pain is beauty. We did buy headlamps, which I'll say now, like what an investment. Why have we never done that before? Like it left our hands free to hold other equipment. To punch ghosts. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, really. I was like, if things are really like questionable as far as integrity goes we can like use both our both of our hands to navigate Mm -hmm. and still have the headlamps they were wonderful that's where the money's going folks is equipment and those headlamps 10 out of 10 heck yeah so anyway uh we honestly by the time we walked around the building we're like maybe we can get back in time to get inside and look through it in the daytime by the time (laughs) we were driving to walmart it suddenly got just dark like hey what time is sunset i said oh Right like now. three minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, it's happening now. So now we've realized we've committed to walking through this building in the dark and we had not done any exploring to mm-hmm. make sure it was safe. So extra fun. <laughs> uh, we go to Walmart, get our stuff, get back to the building. Maddie meets up with us by this point. Uh, and so we're all going to experience for the first experience this for the first time. But I'm like having doubts on the way there and on the way back. Because I was like, I didn't realize it's fine. This is just a mess. mess. We realized like how big the place is, how we don't know what the inside is going to be like. And I was like, we might have to ask somebody else to join us. Mm -hmm. And I was afraid. I was like, what if people are inside and they scare us? What if animals are inside? I get scared of everything. Okay. Yeah. We, as we're like freaking out about this driving to Walmart, we're like, we really chose the wrong profession for this podcast (laughs) because we're such nervous Nellies, dude. Yeah. Um, Spoilers, nobody else joined us, but we're still alive to tell the tale, obviously. Yay. So, get our headlamps on, get our boots on, open the door, do the clue thing again where we just stare down the (laughs) hallway and we're like, okay, well, we got to do this. Admittedly, though, when we got in that mudroom to start, uh, I did feel a bit better. I was like, maybe it's the presence of a third person. Yeah. Uh, Safety in numbers. Honestly. But I did, I felt a little better and... 
we but we stepped down this is why we should have done research before <laughs> yeah beforehand because we knew it was a poor house uh what we didn't know was that it was used as a haunted house mm-hmm. and we had a feeling but like i just thought maybe they packed up for the season no they did not and we stepped down the hall i think i was the first to step in and <laughs> yeah. i stopped mid stride i said there's somebody standing there like i was panicked because i didn't know and it looked like they didn't have it was a very tall figure with like no discernible head <laughs> and i was like there's somebody down the hallway and then i like look to the side and there's no offense to them very obviously like a prop like a zombie thing uh-huh i was like so just a warning there are mannequins down the hallway <sighs> yeah and uh I don't think any of us really like mannequins. No. Why would you? I, I don't just... know. Like, we knew it was fake, but literally walking next to it, we're like, I just don't I like it. I scooted closer to the wall. Yeah, like, I was like, I don't mm. like But then you hit the wall and it scared the crap out of me. You hit like a metal fence thing. But also being able to um, go into this haunted house without the actors in there, you could see all their hiding places and like, oh, yeah, they definitely grab your ankles here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We start, it kind of lightened the mood. You could also see like, oh, that's where they take their smoke breaks. And there were so many Mountain Dew cans <laughs> and cigarette packs and just nefarious items. <laughs> yeah, that's um, right. Which honestly, my thought should have just been these are the haunted house, like the actors things. Mm-hmm. But I, again, scared myself. I was like, what if people like squat in here? And, which... We could not figure out how to get in without the... Yeah, if a squatter got in, congratulations, Yeah, dude. because without uh, without the keys and everything that we had, there was no getting in. Yeah. So anyway, um, we sort of walked the whole... You start in the basement. The way that we entered was the basement, and that's why it was so wet. Mm-hmm. And we real there's like some light switches and lights and stuff up, but we're flipping switches and nothing's coming on. So we're like, okay, there's no electricity to the building Mm -hmm. we end up starting in i swear to me it felt like a like a stable area which i don't think it was but um those were jail cells oh Mm -hmm. i said a stable well that's i forgot to put that in my uh my notes but yeah those were cells to hold people like unruly people possibly i mean obviously if it's but i mean if it's a a poor house or it was used for like elderly or mentally unwell people maybe it was just like if they were getting out of hand because they didn't seem like torture i don't know how to explain it i really thought it was like a horse stable because it even was like an offshoot from the you have the main building and then this sort of jutted out really long Mm -hmm. off the side of the building yeah i was looking through my notes to see real quick but they were just telling me it was a very low budget nursing home at one point like low low some of these people they just didn't have family left to take care of them yeah so it was like a dumping probably just like a here's a little room for you yeah that's (laughs) like your waiting room until we have room for you yeah uh well we start our investigation there this trip honestly we kept it kind of bare bones i don't know what well i mean you'll see why i don't know why at first but we used voice recorders and ghost tube and the EMF rec- uh, EMF meter. Yeah. And because the most of the windows are busted out or there's a lot of like 
air it was it's january y'all so it was cold in there so it was much colder inside than it was outside yeah like the wind was a little chilly outside we stepped in and you could see your breath immediately so and i think that's why we nixed. Were that's why yeah pretty much out yeah so no video stuff we could have done cameras we but it just trying to discern uh breath air from mm-hmm. like possible entities just didn't seem like well, a fun time. Well, and there's obviously going to be a ton of dust and stuff. It's oh, yeah. an open air building. Oh, yeah. So it just didn't seem like the best route. So we just went with a lot of auditory. Mm-hmm. And we did an EVP session down in this hallway. It was probably only about like 10 minutes or so mm-hmm. that we did that. Um, and we're asking the basic questions. It's hard because the wind kicks up and it starts pushing these... Um, plastic sort of fencing things blocking the blocking the open windows mm-hmm. uh it scared the crap out of us the yeah. wind would blow whenever you could hear the whole building breathe kind of yeah it was scary <laughs> so which again we could have like we've talked about before how spirits can man- they manipulate objects in the real world to speak to us that's why we have emf readers that's why we have voice recorders and maybe that could be another form uh but really it, that didn't chalk up to anything it was just no. the wind so, um, nothing really happened in that EVP session, I'll be honest. The EMF was silent. Uh, ghost tube. I will say Megan had turned ghost tube on before we started. Mm-hmm. There it is. Gosh darn it. So That's close. right. I had ghost tube running for a few minutes, like five, ten minutes before we actually started recording. Yeah. And then the second we started recording, that thing was like, it hadn't said anything up until this point. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as we started recording, it was like back and forth back and forth like it just kept saying a bunch of stuff including megan was trying to ask a question and it said to your right yeah i think i was asking like can you are you are there any spirits here with us and it said to your right yeah and you're and that we was all just turn looked i the was hall, to like, megan's uh... right so i was like oh my god and i just like turned my head really slowly <laughs> Uh, which was like the spookiest thing that happened in that moment, but really nothing else. It the go- ghost who was saying a lot, but nothing intelligible. Yeah, it didn't make sense to our questions. It just. I mean, you did say you're like, is it okay if we walk around the rest of the building and check it out? And it cut you off, and it said, "Repeat yourself." Um, oh gosh, what did it say? Or it's like, I'm. I'm sorry, can you repeat that or something? It was very odd. Yeah. And then just in case. Yeah. It's like, I'm sorry, can you repeat yourself just in case? And you're like, um, yeah. So can we check out the rest of the building? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Said it a little more clear. And uh, silence just from ghost tube. So we're like, well, we'll take that as a yes. Because you're not saying no. So, (laughs) uh, So we pack up in that area and start. Honestly, a large chunk of this investigation, this building was so much bigger than we anticipated. And it was like a dang maze. Like we started to walk back and we're like, okay, we'll go up the obvious stairs here. I was like, but there's a door here that was sort of blocked off. And I'm like, maybe we're not supposed to go in there. Uh, But I peeked and it was a whole kitchen. And then it went into another room and another room. And I was like, okay, maybe we'll look in here really quick. It's kind of like when I've been playing video games lately, you can go two directions. I'm like... But what if Dang I go it. this way and the game tr- like continues and I can't go back anymore? So I like go this way a little bit and this way a little bit and this way a little bit and this way. Anyway, yeah. That's how it felt. Went in the kitchen. I mean, not much there. We peeked in and there was a bunch of like floor insulation. And then what I noticed, here comes the real world scaries, is a bunch of poop 
mm-hmm. <laughs> which like sounds silly, but it was not mouse poop. It wasn't even rat poop. It was like a decent size piles of poop. It was either a big kitty or a small dog. Like a raccoon. or ra- I don't think <laughs> raccoons have that poop. Um, but point is, I saw that and immediately my mind went to, what if that animal is in here right now? And what if it's not friendly? Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to sound dumb, but I don't feel comfortable going in here right now because there's a lot of feces. Yeah. Not, so, it wasn't just like a floor of poop, but there yeah, were little... We weren't going to wade through it. Little piles here and there. Like, it's obvious that something frequents the area. Yeah. So we did decide to turn back, go up the stairs. This See, I'm going to start getting myself confused. Um, <laughs> we went down a direction. We, there was so many, there's a, pair of, there's a set of stairs here, but there's also a set of stairs down the hallway. And do they end up just kind of meeting in the same area? But what? Sort of. I think what made it so confusing, like we said, it's still decorated for a haunted house. So they have and things blocked off to lead you down a path. Yeah, to go certain ways. And we're like, or we could go off the path, which mm-hmm. we did. And Yeah, which almost, I, at points, I'm like, I feel like we're kind of getting lost. I was getting a little nervous for a second. Yeah, because I was like, eventually we'll find our way out of here but i was like what if we lose the directions that we've turned because it was a lot yes like that first floor alone we ended up eventually going in a giant circle when it felt like we went into a whole other area Mm because i remember we turned a corner we went through another little kitchen and then found where actually the actors for the the haunted house get ready and stuff with their makeup and everything yeah uh, walked straight through that and I was like oh there's a lot more floor insulation and then I looked and there were the piles of poop and we we're back where we started but on the other side of the room right we're like how did we get here I know and then it felt like we were in an antique shop there were like antiques everywhere uh-huh there's creepy piano creepy dolls creepy dolls dolls with bushes oh my god well they said it used to be a flea market kind of so well it felt like house. that um there were plenty of uh, clowns around or clown drawings. <sighs> we love to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Random mannequins, random body parts. Uh, mm-hmm. Always kind of startle us a little bit. I will say one thing while we were from the very beginning where we did our first EVP session. Uh, towards the end, Megan was like, oh, is is that a uh, bird? Uh, not decoration. Skeleton. But you, But you were like, yeah, it's a bird skeleton. You're like, maybe it's a prop. It was not a prop. No. It was a real bird that had got caught up in the the props that they did use, like the fake webbing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had got caught in there, and you can tell it did not make it. And it had been there so long, it was quite literally just the skeleton. Yeah. So that was a little unsettling. We actually saw two of those. And both times, it was right above Maddie, wasn't it? Uh, the first time the first was right was above, above Maddie. like me and Maddie, and then the second one was above Maddie. And for all you animal people out there, like, how could they? It's really not the actor's or the owner's fault. Uh, it's, that building's as closed up as it can be. Unfortunately, birds get in and they just Well, and it happens caught. in the real world, you said. That yeah, I hate to admit it, but we had some kind of uh, netting for our chickens run. And that has happened to us actually a couple times. So we got rid of the netting because it was just birds. A would bird be fly- catcher. Yeah, birds would be flying by and they'd get caught up in it. And we're both at work mm-hmm. and it just happened uh so it's super unfortunate we don't use netting anymore because yeah. i've cut out one too many birds from netting um yikes one of them was alive we did let it free it did Yay. not seem very grateful but whatever oh okay <laughs> <laughs> anyway i'm just trying to give you an idea of like there was i there was like three or four stories we went up all of these stories and there was always like another staircase that took you down a whole different way but eventually you ended up in the same spot 
very confusing. Mm-hmm. And it was even more confusing because there were sheets and tarps and spray paint and everything leading you down this haunted house path, even mm-hmm. though you wanted to check out the other stuff. Uh, at one point in the antique store area, I was like, I really kind of want to do the Estes method. Like, I like the Estes method. It's done us good in the past. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wore the headphones for this session while Megan stood down the hallway and Maddie stood in the middle with Ghost Tube uh, as like the middle. Oh, no, she had the voice I had recorder. Ghost you had Ghost Tube mm-hmm. and she was the middleman to reciprocate information back and forth. Yes. Uh, is that redundant to say reciprocate back and forth? Uh, no, not necessarily. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, maybe a little bit. It's okay. Go on. <laughs> anyway, uh, we did all of our... Sometimes I feel like we cut things a little short and we get a little frustrated with ourselves later. We're like, we should have spent more time here. Right. You you see it afterward. When you step away, you're like, crap, It was something was happening and we just didn't realize it. And- yeah. Each of our sessions, voice recordings, Estes Method, they were all minimum like 10, 15 minutes of standing in one spot. Mm-hmm. Just talking, um, which feels like forever in the moment. Mm-hmm. And the Estes method, there it was saying so much. There were so many things like that. Sometimes multiple voices on top of each other, and I couldn't really decide what was being said. Mm-hmm. Some of it was creepy. Some of it seemed pointed. Uh, and then when we put all the pieces together, Megan was like, "Yeah, you answered maybe one question." Yeah, it was. Kind of a bummer. I mean, I got a couple names from Ghost Tube. It gave me Zachary, Zachary and Olivia. Yes. Or Catherine. Catherine. I got Olivia later, I think. But um, yeah, so I get these two names and we're asking, you know, how old are you? Were, did you die here? Do you know you're dead? Do you know where you are? How many of us are here? I mean, I tried asking anything, and it's just throwing out random stuff. Yeah. Kelsey's getting random stuff from the Estes method. It was kind of a bummer. And then at one point, um, my the ghost tube actually said, like, low on energy or not enough energy. It, did. it said not enough energy, and there was actually, right before we started this, I felt kind of bad, but it said, I think twice, she won't leave. And we're like, who is she? Like, is it you? Is it us? Do you want us to leave? Mm-hmm. Um, it Like it said, she won't leave. It said, oh, man. At I'm... one point, it did say, um, can't talk, tortured or something. Like, can't yeah. talk, held hostage. It was well, crazy. I said, uh, holding you. Like, I heard holding you. And mm-hmm. then it said something about torture. And can't and talk. And can't talk. So that's, I was like, who's, who is stopping you from talking? Like I was trying to ask, I said, who, who are, who are you that you're not letting other people talk? Didn't really answer that. But I went back to, I kept thinking about that low energy thing, whatever they said, something about low on energy. Yeah. It was saying like not enough energy, like we can't speak. Like it was pretty pointed in that sense. I came, you know, I, I came back to that and I said, you know, are you having trouble answering our questions because you don't have enough energy? And immediately Kelsey said, yes, mm-hmm. that was the most like, for sure. Yes. Straightforward answer we got. I said, okay, so that makes a little sense. And then it started saying it can't talk. Yeah. I said, what the heck is going on here? And it was just getting really sparse and random. So Megan eventually was like, okay, well we're going to wrap this up and move on to something else. And I think 
for me with the headphones on i said keep going yeah and then or i don't stop don't yeah don't stop keep going or something like that mm-hmm. and so you're like okay well then what do you want to tell us and it was just annoying because then again nothing it's like it said keep going like keep talking anytime we would start to make it say okay we're gonna wrap this up it was like no don't yeah wait and then wouldn't say anything right so eventually we did have to wrap that session up because it really it wasn't going anywhere Mm -hmm. except for those few it was so sporadic and weird and megan's like are you can like are you having trouble yes so we're like well clearly you are because this is like this is hard Mm -hmm. um oh and i remember because i was listening back to the recordings obviously uh you said okay well we're gonna wrap this up and i said okay awesome like yeah and you're like oh all right and um so that was kind of funny like they were like finally jesus get out of here uh we walk around that floor a a bit more and there's just nothing i was upset i wasn't upset but i was annoyed because i felt something kind of in that hallway and i was like i want to do the method right now like Mm -hmm. i think this will be good and it really didn't give us much and we're like okay well we do have one more floor that we know of yeah uh everything unfortunately up until this point we had mentioned a couple times to maddie we're like honestly we were really nervous walking the grounds during the day Mm -hmm. uh walking through it right now i was like i really don't feel much like i'm not feeling much of anything and mostly it's just kind of i'm laughing at the decorations and stuff Mm -hmm. but we go up the last flight of stairs uh and all of that changed pretty quickly yeah the the (laughs) mood shifted y'all so we were we were kind of like laughing and making jokes and we're like, well, it's kind of a bummer so far. Hopefully we can get something. We step up those stairs. We're walking down a hallway to and it's still they've put up a sign in the haunted house that says like psych ward and it's there's like body parts and screaming mannequins in the room. And we're like, haha, that's really funny. And then there's talking down the hallway, mm-hmm. like moaning, talking mm-hmm. um, and not like that, like creepy moaning, talking. Yeah, we all whatever we were saying everybody in that second stopped like i we all stopped mid stride mid sentence and just stared Uh because of course it was behind the noise was coming from behind they had put trash bags and stuff up and guided you to the right it was behind those trash bags yeah and i it was like floor Mm. to ceiling too so you couldn't see anything you just hear you see this ominous glowing arrow to the right and then like moaning and talking behind the curtain yes um and i think about it now i mean i guess we can go ahead and say how it played out but i have i'm i'm thinking now the wheels are turning while we're i'm glad they're turning for you because like i've been racking my brain on it okay well we talk about how spirits can use the things around it right and i know this would not be like great for the elderly to be up there right Mm -hmm. (laughs) or um, maybe the mentally ill, you know, mentally disabled, whatever you want to call it. But, you know, it's like a moaning sound talking. If it were like an older person, they could be in pain mm-hmm. and be trying to reach out to us. Um, just like the spirit using the things around it to make that sound because we'll go ahead and tell you there wasn't anyone else up there with mm-hmm. us. No. But it did sound 
like muffled talking and just groaning like i truly thought what it was was something i don't i don't know why i yelled what what it was (laughs) was something something was behind that curtain i think on the exterior of the building Mm -hmm. and it was this creaky it was like a metallic creaking moaning sound Mm -hmm. so something was moving probably like i don't i don't know honestly like a shingle or just piece of uh geez louise what is metal something like a vent i don't know it was just very creepy and Uh sounded like talking and we stood there for a long time in silence and we whispered you could hear us whisper we're like i don't feel good anymore yeah we were all not okay and like (laughs) there was a point where maddie's like I said, it really sounded like a person, but I guess it wasn't. Maddie's like, yeah, it, it wouldn't be a person because they would have come out and told us now, right? <laughs> and like, nobody said anything to that. And so I thought that was funny because I thought she was being sarcastic and she's like, yeah, no one's there because they would have said something by now, right? And there was just a long silence. <laughs> but even though in our cowardice at this point, we're all like, you were like, I want to go downstairs. I'm done. And I was standing the closest to the dang yeah, you thing. You were very close. You were like five feet away from that curtain. And I you was couldn't move. shaking. And I said, I think we have to do something, a something here. And you said, I just want to go back downstairs. I said, I was scared. <laughs> and I said, you know what? We're all just, and me and Maddie got hyped up. We said, let's go, let's go. It's and- funny because I was like, I want to go. And then tell me why GhostTube, it said some new phrases. It was like, stupid called us stupid twice i said now who, who? yeah i said what and then disrespectful i was like uh-uh no we're not <laughs> and then scared. i was like maybe we're making it worse than it is as usual but what if they're saying like stupid and disrespectful to the haunted house setup they're like we don't like this we think it's dumb we think it's disrespectful to the to us and to, to the, the buildings yeah and i was like maybe that's what they mean so we decided to do one more Estes method because, again, we feel like we have luck with that. Mm-hmm. So this time with Megan listening to the headphones and me and Maddie with Ghost Tube and asking questions. Yep. Uh, there was one. Oh, my gosh. I wish I could remember what it was. It was a lot of you learned how loud some of the noises oh, were. I scared. scared the crap out of you. <laughs> I heard you go like, oh, my God. And I said, yeah, it's loud. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, when you have those headphones on, you want the volume loud because I don't want to hear the questions they're asking. I want, but it comes I don't want to be influenced. Right, because we didn't want to walk too far down the hallway. Like we wanted to stay in the area. I didn't want you to go too far. Uh, So we were talking quietly and she had the headphones up loud, but it comes at a price because when a loud sound comes through, it is startling. Yes. Uh, So we're asking, it's funny because listening to the, the recording me and you asked a lot of the same stuff and i was getting kind of sure i was like i need a direct answer from you like you're you were saying so you did a the lot. same thing i did yeah you <laughs> we said the same phrase i was like i want a direct answer from you or i'm leaving like oh okay <clears throat> yeah i did that too i forgot and because you were saying a lot but again it wasn't anything um i don't know that substantial was, yeah it wasn't anything conversational like you weren't answering us mm-hmm uh, there was something you said that was funny, and for now, for the li- right now, for the life of me, I can't recall what it was. I think it said stupid again, and oh, I think it did. I think Ghost Tube said stupid again, and we're like, oh, do you think we're stupid? And you went, yep. <laughs> so- <laughs> Any inflection I put on stuff, it, it was a very clear it came through with that inflection. Yeah, sometimes I try to say what the SS method says with the same inflection that it says in the headphones but mm-hmm. yeah usually when it's like 
yep. Like, <laughs> there are things that come through very clear. Yeah. Uh, and that was one of them. We're like, oh, well, maybe you're stupid or something like that. And you went, yep. <laughs> oh, dang it. So uh, that was kind of funny. Um, but you didn't say anything substantial. It was very frustrating. I was like, I need a direct answer from you. How, like, how many people are here? And mm-hmm. you said 98 and we're like, there's not 98. I was like, did the build, it's funny because I was like, actually did the operation stop in 98? It was close, but mm-hmm. not quite. Uh, and you kept coming back to the number five and we're like, okay, are there five of you here? Oh, uh, I remembered one now. We're like, are there five of you here? Is that why it's so confusing? Uh, and the ghost tube said, uh, coming and going. And we're like, oh, well, I mean, like, you're talking now, so are you, are you coming back? Are you here now? And you said yes again. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, cool. So what's your name? And just then unintelligible banter. And we're like, I was like, please give me something. Like, I need you to answer me directly. And you just didn't end up doing that. There were some things that you could sort of twist in a way that it felt like it was a response, but I'm like, you're not, this isn't good enough for me. Yeah. And actually, I started letting my guard down towards the end of the session And I was getting sort of short and annoyed with whoever was speaking to us. And I was like, I need you. Like, we're about done with this. I'm about done with you. I need you to tell me something. Uh, And you didn't. So we ended up just kind of, you know, stopping the session. I do recall, because I don't know the questions you asked. I do recall saying a lot of numbers and um, letters. Yeah. And I wanted to, like, initials. And I wanted to see if I could find go back, listen to my recording, get those numbers, those initials, and see if there's any significance. Yeah, you said 98. You said five a number of times. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a few. There was but... like AK, I think I gave. Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. Uh, I don't remember the rest. I did say Maddie's name. You did. I You did because we were like, are you, are you talking to Maddie? Like, do you want to talk to Maddie? Um. But nothing really came of that either. But you were pretty sure it said her name. Like the first time it said she won't leave. We're like, who won't leave? And we're like, are you talking about one of us? So we introduced ourselves. We did say all of our names at one point. Mm -hmm. So maybe, I don't know, maybe it remembered Maddie. And she was the one holding Ghost Tube as like the middleman again. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But we stopped the session because again, it just it wasn't, wasn't really going, going in it was just going in circles it was a lot of talking with not a lot of outcome mm-hmm. and so we're like we need to face our fears this thing has been squeaking the entire time by the way behind oh us. i could kind of hear it and i said oh God, it was just I really would, like, setting the mood <laughs> and i was like you know all of us were like i think we're ready i think we can do this uh-huh and so we're, you can hear us we're like all right we're doing it we're walking through on three gonna push past the curtain <laughs> like, <laughs> like charge through <laughs> Um, and you hear the rustling of stuff going and we walk through and the hallway just continues mm-hmm. and we're like, okay. And I think Maddie walks ahead cause there's a room at the end and she turns her head and she goes, oh, and we're like, oh, what? Like, why would you do that? Yeah. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. It's just a room. <laughs> she has such bad reactions to things sometimes. Like she'll be, she'll say like things like, oh, I'm like what's wrong? And she's like, there's a chair in there. I'm like, okay, Maddie, geez, Louise, I don't care. Yeah. Uh, But there was What's-His-Face from Creepshow, a mask from the Creepshow. Uh, Tales from the Crypt. Tales from the Crypt, sorry. Yeah. Uh, But the noise was, the noise, for some reason, stopped while we were over there. Yeah, I didn't hear it back there. But the floor was very wet, Mm -hmm. like squishy wet. Um, 
we kind of look looked around back there. We're like, maybe it's behind because there was the trash can trash bags lining the whole hallway. So we kept looking behind it. And it was just a wall behind the trash bag. Yeah. So we really didn't find anything of importance back there. We stepped back back to where we were when we were scared in the first place. Uh-huh. We're trying to come up with a game plan. And then Maddie gasps again. And she's like, oh, my God, because she pulled back the trash bag one more time. Uh-huh. The place where we felt the weirdest, the place where we seemingly had the most activity or the most potential to have activity and interaction, mm-hmm. she pulled back the trash bag. If you've been listening to us for a long time, you know how we got very excited by this. Of this. It was a bathroom. It was the women's washroom. It was the women's washroom that we were standing right next to <sighs> when we had all of that activity. And I was, we I'm did not dumb. open that door. You were like, I said, do you want to go in? And you went, hell no. <laughs> and um, not. It was, st- I think the noise was coming from there. We think it was, yeah. Because then Maddie's like, should we go in? We're like, no. Uh, but yeah, she said, it's a bathroom. You both were freaking out. And you hear me go, oh, I love a good bathroom. Maddie's like, exactly. It's a bathroom, Kelsey. I went, oh. Kelsey. And it, it dawned on me. It took that, you um, way too long. And then I was like, oh, I love bathrooms. Like, because all the activity. Oh. And then it, it dawned on me that mm-hmm. uh, we enjoyed that m- the worst feeling, the even though it wasn't you know cohesive, the most activity mm-hmm. was next to the one bathroom. Yep. So go figure, right? Yeah. I will say if you are new, if you're jumping in because you're like, I live in Center Point, all <laughs> ten of you listening. Yeah. Um, we anytime. So we have this theory, and a lot of. People in the paranormal community have this theory. And I think for us, it started all the way back at Mill Dam was when we really... I think, I mean, in hindsight, it goes back to Edna Collins. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. But water is a good conductor of energy. and Like in real life, we're not even talking. Yeah, this is just science, y'all. Yeah. And therefore, spirits, we feel like spirits can be stronger when you're next to a source of water. And it's silly, but a bathroom, I mean, there's pipes, there's water running in those mm-hmm. pipes. That's where the water is. There's also like a little pond behind this thing, this poorhouse. Uh, yeah. So um, it was just funny that all this, we all felt the weirdest by the bathroom. Right. Uh, and I know like, especially because some people will say when you're next to running water, they're like, oh, it can sound like talking and stuff. That is true. But again, if you want to go back to our Mill Dam episode, you can hear there are things that we heard that was not just a babbling broke. Like it was voices. And if you want to, yes, uh, shameless plug, donate to our Patreon, even just a dollar, you can listen to that evidence that we collected at Mill Dam. And hopefully you will also hear that's not water hitting rocks. That's not water coming up on the shore. That's the most talking, convincing EVP I've ever heard. And we captured it. Mm -hmm. Like it is some chilling stuff, pun intended, uh, actually for (laughs) one of those EVPs. Oh yeah. Um, So we've reached the end of the road in this building. So we kind of have to make our way back and start backtracking. Mm hmm. Uh, which we do, and it did take us a minute. And, oh, I don't think I mentioned, at some point, Maddie randomly flipped a light switch, and the lights did come on. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I guess there is some electricity here. So we had to find our way back the same way to turn off the lights that we turned on on the way, mm-hmm. which was very frustrating. It wasn't too bad, but it was just a lot of, like, we went down one thing, we're like, oh, no, it's this way, like, turn back around, it's this way. I was expecting a grave encounter situation. I'm like, we're going to open the door and, and it's, it's just, just going to be, be a hallway. Same. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
So we do make our way back. We're keeping the voice recorder running this entire time, by the way. So it was a lot to listen through, uh, but that's okay. I mean, it was fine. Uh, we do finally make our way back outside to the cars, get all of our stuff together. Some of us really had to potty. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Uh, I'm not even going to say that, but someone peed outside and it didn't go as planned. <laughs> uh, we should probably sanitize stuff. I don't know. Oh, God. Um, but anyway. You have it yet? No. Oh, gross. I forgot okay. until just now. Okay. Uh, and that, whether anyone likes it or not, was the end of our investigation. Yeah. And we, you can hear us on the voice recorder as we're making our way back through the building. We're like, honestly, not that bad. Hopefully something's on the voice recorders because truthfully, in person, we had nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Uh, and listening back to the voice recorders, I, there was not even anything that I had to rewind and re-listen to that I was like, maybe that's a voice. Maybe that's movement. Maybe just nothing right yeah nothing at all well and it kind of bums me out i almost feel like maybe a second trip is in order because we did feel weird during the day too and i'm wondering if it's more of a residual Residual. haunting as opposed to intelligent haunting so we may be reaching back out when it's a little bit warmer (laughs) i mean i would like to yeah it was so cold oh my gosh my my hand was falling asleep holding the voice recorder yeah or not falling asleep but my fingers were freezing yeah um, yeah, so this is like, there are some things that we can spin in our favor, but mm-hmm. we're not those type of people. Like, I'm not, no. I'm only going to reach so far. Uh, so this building was almost 100% a bust. Almost, yeah, pretty darn close. Um, so Roy, to answer your burning question, I'm not convinced this place is actually haunted yet. Not really, no. I felt pretty, I felt, I felt fine. Yeah. While we were in there. Once we finally got in, it was fine. Well, and I don't know if he's much of a believer himself in the paranormal, so I was hoping to, like, bust it wide open and say, ha, see? Uh, This is not the place to (laughs) do it. This was not the place, and I'm sorry. (laughs) But I would like to go back one more time during the day. That would be cool. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot, and I I think we may... There are places we may not have made it to because, like we said, it's a very big building. Um, yeah, there's also a freaking slide oh out of this God. building. Yeah, there's a big... It looks like uh, like in big cities where they have slides so they can slide like trash, trash out of the building. Yeah. And we saw that outside. Megan tried to look up the chute and we're like, okay, well, it's nothing. Mm-hmm. When we were walking through part of the building, I saw a sign that said... Uh, please stop yourself at the end of the slide. And I was like, oh my God, like <laughs> yeah. that's a real slide. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, big thanks to uh, Ray, who's the owner, who let mm-hmm. us check it out and yeah. just Ray let Roy. Roy send him some kids his way that are like, we want to find ghosts. <laughs> we can put your minds at ease. And yeah. maybe not the haunted house's mind that, I mean, it's... There's just really nothing. Yeah. I believe they said Ray's owned it for like 20 years. So I don't know. He did not himself. I didn't divulge (laughs) anything about ghosts or paranormal to him. I think it was an unspoken thing what we were doing. Because I was a little embarrassed. So I don't know if Ray believes that it's haunted. If it is, I would love to see some of the workers or volunteers if they have pictures or recordings. That'd be cool. Yeah. So if you have ever volunteered at night at the manor Mm -hmm. in Centerpoint... And for some reason you're listening to this or if you're listening to this and you know someone who has volunteered, because I feel like that Venn diagram is pretty close. Um, <laughs> go ahead and let them tell them to reach out to us because I'm I'm curious. I'm yeah. curious if they felt anything because 
Uh, thinking about how the possibility of someone being in there and scaring me as a haunted house was scarier than the place itself. Yes, because it was almost more uh, jarring to see the haunted house set up without any people in it because you're, I don't know, you're you're trained to expect that person to jump out or right. to scare you, like follow you down the hall. So every corner, every turn, I was like, am I going to bump into somebody because I don't want that. <laughs> yeah, I'd I do, but I don't. rather not. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but this was fun. It was new. It was fun. It was a good way to start the year out, I think. Even if we didn't get a ton of stuff, that's okay. Yeah. But I can give you a little bit of something. I know this episode actually went a lot longer than I expected. I think it's just because I talk always and forever. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Uh, hey. <laughs> anyway, so we actually, I think we mentioned an episode a while ago that we got like a Patreon follower. We, we got two Heathers that reached out to us, right? Yeah. And one of those Heathers actually sent us one of her own listener story. We haven't had those in a while when we thought we were going to make it big and huge. And everyone, we were just going to be flooded with stories. Yeah. But we still enjoy the ones that we get. Uh, Megan actually has not read this yet. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be new for you. It's it's short and it's not spooky, but it, I said it has like the air of spooky. Okay. So she starts off by saying, hello, I recently found the podcast. I started at episode one and she's all the way at when this message was sent to May uh-huh. of 2021. So like, thank you for pushing through. She's Golly. really, she says she's loving it. She's from Fort Wayne. All right. Thank you. Thanks for liking oh, it. Oh man, stick it out. It I know. Better. Thank you for getting through the worst of <laughs> yeah. it. But um, so anyway, and she knows a lot of the places that we had talked about up until then. She has a story from when her daughter was born and she said it wasn't scary per se, uh, but her deceased grandmother definitely uh, made her presence known. Oh, we so love those get, stories. Let's get into it. She said, my grandma passed away in February of 2011. And okay. she had her daughter December of 2012. So about a year, almost two years later. Uh-huh. Uh, the child, the, the new daughter was very sick and was actually life flighted to Riley. Oh, no. Um, and she was there for eight weeks. Oh, uh, it was usually just her and I, and since it was the flu season and my husband was caring for our 15-month-old son, like, it was just the two of them, usually. Mm-hmm. She said, one day I was taking a quick shower while my, while my daughter slept, and I was almost done when I heard her crying. Is that, as a mom, is that like, oh, Lord, like, you gotta hurry, wrap it up, or... Dude, in those first weeks, I don't know if I showered more than, like, four times it like by like, yourself especially like when it was just you and her where i had like a full-blown shower and that wasn't just like a slap some water under the pits and go on <laughs> like i don't know dude it was hard to, to walk away so she heard her crying and i'm sure she wanted to like wrap up and get out and take mm-hmm. care of her but that's okay because then she heard someone starting to shush her in a soothing voice while she was getting dressed mm-hmm. uh so she said when i came out she was just lying on the bed smiling looking up but no one was in the room. Oh. We like that. Uh, I didn't think much of it and thanked the nurse when she came in later, and she said she heard someone shushing, like, shooing her, shooing, shushing shushing her, um, and the nurse thought it was me. Okay. So, was not the nurse, was not the mom. Hmm. Uh, She said she didn't think much of it, but when we finally went home a few weeks later, I was telling my mom about it and how I was wondering if it was my grandma Uh, The balloons in my living room started bouncing off the ceiling when she said that. (laughs) Um, uh, I pointed that out to my mom. And every time I talked about random, like, mundane things, they would stop. But then I would say something about my grandma and they started bouncing again. (laughs) Grandma. (laughs) That's cute. Right. Um, 
And about a year later, we were at my mom's house and she had a picture of my grandma on a shelf. Mm-hmm. My daughter went up to it, pointed straight at my grandma and looked at my mom and I and had the biggest smile on her face. Aww. Uh, I truly <laughs> believed she was with her while she faced all the surgeries at birth and comforted her. Wow. Right. That's so definitely not scary. I said it's got scary essence. Not really. Uh, mean, but definitely, listen, kids, kids have a connection. Uh-huh. Like, you know, that like flashbulb moment where everything comes to reality and suddenly you're not a child anymore and you exist and perceive like that. Did mm-hmm. I send you that video of the guy? Like suddenly uh-huh. when you're five and everything make like comes to life. I think so. Yeah, it sounds familiar. Like the the idea of a flashbulb moment, like it's suddenly the innocence is gone and life has started. Yeah. Uh, feels very, like, I'm like, that's a good descriptor for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think before that happens, before you become aware, mm-hmm. uh, there that veil has got to be so thin. Oh, right. Well, when Jordan was a baby, um, I, I specifically remember we were, I think I was working from home with her, maybe. I don't know. Or I was just at home with her. And she was laying on her blanket, looking up at the ceiling, like doing her own, just doing her thing, doing her baby thing. And she was very focused on the ceiling and was like cooing at it and talking to the ceiling. Mm -hmm. And part of me, I mean, I'm like, is it baby talk or? And you don't have like a ceiling fan or anything. I think some babies are like intrigued by those. There's nothing, you don't have anything on your ceiling actually. No, I don't. And yeah, she was just like babbling to the ceiling and. I like to think, you know, my husband's, my mother-in-law, my husband's mom passed away um, in 2020 and we had Jordan in 22. So it was a little over two years later. Almost in the same time frame because this was about two years. She passed in February and then, yeah, it was, she was born in May of 22. But so I like to think. Maybe it was grandma coming to say hey, mm-hmm. the grandkid that she really, really wanted us to have. And I was yeah. just very torn on if I ever wanted kids. I'm like, uh-oh. Right. <laughs> and that, yes, I have extreme guilt. But that's just something I'll have to deal with in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I don't know. Stories about kids having experiences with spirits like the child or I guess it's like reincarnation, but the kid who is like can recall his life past his past life, life as yeah. a pilot or whatever like two very very scary details yeah i mean granted he's probably he's probably still a child but that was a while ago um yeah i fully believe that like why would it be, there are so there was probably so many pictures in that house and so many people mom and grandma were right there and you choose to point at the picture of the woman that you've never met and smile at her yeah and babies some babies are like not cool with strangers or Random inanimate objects. Mm-hmm. So why? I don't know. Yeah. I why? believe it. I fully believe it. Hey, Grandma. <laughs> right. Hey, Great Grandma. Great Grandma. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a good story. Thank you, Heather. And thank, thank you. you. I don't know when you're going to hear this episode then. but yeah, If you're like <laughs> me and you're a purist and you have to like trudge your way through. Like I'm still... I'm like 110 episodes behind on one podcast. And I always have been. But one day I'll catch up. Oh, yeah. Well, I take breaks and then I'm like, shoot, shoot. So I'm way behind again. I know. I'm in like, actually, the episode I'm listening to, we're in the same we're in the same boat because it's like it's either mid to late 2021 of the podcast that I'm listening to. Mm -hmm. Oh, gosh, I'm just they're talking about like um, uh, squid games. Like that's a new thing. Oh, dang. 
that someone said something about WAP, but they were like, WAP? WAP? Like, it's, oh, it was Lord. a fairly new thing. Mm-hmm. So, interesting, interesting stuff. Yeah, I, the podcast I was listening to, I remember when it came up to pandemic lockdown time. Yeah. I was like reliving that was almost triggering. Mm -hmm. Listening to them like, it'll be over soon if we all just follow along. And I'm like, man, get ready. Yeah, they're like, just, you know, maybe a month or so we'll be back on our back out doing things. And it's like, Mm, how wrong we were. You know, maybe two years in a month, but we'll see. And ongoing, who knows? Yeah, are I mean, are we technically out of the pandemic? We're still I, like in I it, think right? So there, the whole there is no back to normal. Like this is the new normal is very real. I feel like I mean, it it's feels ne- never ending. It does, <laughs> it and does. I feel like we're getting to the point where we just need to accept like this is what it is going forward. It's never going to be the way that it was. Uh, truly, I don't think it's a pandemic anymore because I feel like it's cyclical in the way that the flu is. Mm-hmm. Coronavirus, like the coronavirus, COVID is just here, yes. like the way the flu is, and it's just something we're going to have to learn to live with. Yeah, I mean, I've heard of places doing mask mandates again. Like it's that's coming true. Back. Well, I mean, tis the season. Also, right. this is something that should have been done well before this, like during ran- like regular cold and flu season. We right. should people should have just been wearing masks when they were sick like you think back before those times and it's like so people are just walking around with the cold and the flu like coughing and sneezing up a storm mm-hmm. like with no mask out in public and getting it seems silly now yeah like it seems weird that you don't if you have a cough just wear a mask right and screw and i don't care if people are like oh you're one of those people wearing a mask yes I am. I and don't you know appreciate who? when people are coughing in my face, especially when people come to work and they're coughing on their money or their card and they hand it to me. I'm like, well, Thank and for you. personal reasons, I mean, we've posted this already, but our dad who is going through cancer treatment right now, it's like for his sake, if we want to like see him, it's probably in our best interest to wear a mask and sanitize all the time. And so we can actually go over and see our dad. And yeah. So it's not extra. It's not woke or whatever it's called just common decency yeah it's it's called i don't want to get sick and he i don't want to get him sick it's be a decent human right <sighs> anyway, we're still having this conversation all right yeah. oh well we have been doing this podcast since the pandemic we've never not had a podcast in the pandemic that's true i hate this okay that's like the comment i made the other day i work with people who are young enough that they've never had a life without kelly clarkson <laughs> <laughs> Famous Kelly like Clarkson. Like Kelly famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because she won American Idol in 20, or 2002. Was it? Okay, I didn't know if it was one or two. And I was like, you guys have never had a life without knowing who Kelly Clarkson is, and that's just too much for me to handle. Yeah, well, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Oh, God, okay. on that note. Jeez <laughs> Louise. Uh, next week, ooh, I'll go ahead because I forgot to do the randomizer again, but I did it on accident thinking that we were going to cover a state this week, and we weren't. Right. So next week, we are going to cover, do you remember what it was? No. I was going to say was, New York, but... No, we did New York already. Uh, it was New Hampshire. New Hampshire. I, should, <gasps> I was close. It was a new... We need to get out of the ends, because now we've done New York, North Carolina... North and, Dakota. North Dakota, sorry. And now, and now New Hampshire. So I'm going to maybe... Uh, Mix them up. Mixy, yeah, mixy a little maybe bit. Maybe not in alphabetical. Who knows? I know. I've been keeping them alphabetical. I'm going to mix it up. All right. That's going to cover this week's episode. If you know something fun and crazy we should cover in New Hampshire, let us know. Mm-hmm. And again, if you have any of your own stories, yeah. uh, if you are from Centerpoint, if you have anything, any kind of scary stuff that you want to send our way, we will read it 
And that's that on that. Mm-hmm. That's the tea. Yeah. Uh, you're so you're so hip. My I gosh. Am, I am hip with it as I put my partial denture back in my mouth. <laughs> <You're> so, <laughs> oh God. All right, we gotta go. Bye. Thanks for listening. Mixing, editing, and music is done by Kelsey Ingram. Our cover art is done by both of us. Visit our website at or so they say pod.com. You can find links to our Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok all at or so they say pod. If you would like to donate and have access to all of our evidence from our investigations, please visit patreon.com slash or so they say pod. You can donate as little as $1 to hear EVPs, watch haunting videos, and see photographic evidence we've gathered during our travels. You can also give a once-off donation to our PayPal, which will be linked on our website as well. Merchandise can be found at redbubble.com slash people slash or so they say pod. You can find Or So They Say on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. And when you do find us, please make sure to rate, review, follow, or subscribe. We and the algorithms will thank you for it. See you next week. week.